0: Hello and welcome to Nick's Knack for Neologism's episode 32, where we define and discuss the most amazing words in the English language. Last episode, we covered solipsism, epistemology, fallacy, incredulous, and sophistry. And in this episode, we're covering sedulous, agog, curmudgeon, efficacy, and prattle. And I have to apologize if my voice sounds a little different than it usually does. That's because I think I'm working over a cold right now and my sinuses are going crazy. And if I had to describe it, it feels like there's a balloon in my forehead. That's what it feels like. And I just noticed my voice sounds a little nasally to me, so it probably sounds a little nasally to you. I want to give a quick shout out to I Am Sick for leaving me a review on iTunes. This user said, Love the podcast, currently studying for the GRE, and I'm super glad you made these and would love it if you made more. Even like a mega episode, your format is exactly what I need to learn the vocab, and I absolutely appreciate you even making the available episodes. Thank you. Thank you, I am sick. I really appreciate the review. And if you guys leave me a review on iTunes, I might read it in my next episode. All right, so let's move on to our first word. Our first word is sedulous, it is an adjective S E D U L O U S. Sedulous. S E D U L O U S. U-L-O-U-S. Sedulous. And it means hard working. So some of you out there who are diligently studying for the GRE are very sedulous. You guys are putting in a lot of hard work and you know what sedulousness is and you know what it means to be sedulous. It's what you're doing right now. You're studying. You're hard working. I have two mnemonics for this word. Pick the one that works for you. If we look at sedulous, the beginning of the word is spelled S-E-D-U. It almost looks like it's about to say seduction or seduce. And seduction or to seduce someone takes a lot of hard work. That's one way we can remember it. The other mnemonic I have is when I read sedulous, for whatever reason, it reminds me of sleds, like sledulous. And I think of pulling someone. In the snow, on a sled, that would take a lot of hard work, or you could think of those dogs in Alaska that they have that pull the sleds. And when those dogs are pulling the sleds, they are very sedulous. So sedulous and sleds, and you think of hard working. Ants are sedulous insects working round the clock to keep the hive safe and the queen fed. This antique table is constructed with sedulous workmanship. The attention to detail is quite obvious in the way the wood is carved. With final exams coming up, Janice locked herself in a private room in the library so she could sedulously study. Although mules are stereotyped as stubborn creatures, they are actually sedulous animals who work tirelessly in almost any situation. Elaine is a sedulous homemaker and keeps her house immaculate because she never knows when a friend might drop by for coffee and a chat. So that is the word sedulous. When we see sedulous, we're just going to think of hard working. Let's move on to our next word, which is agog. This is an interesting word. I just think it's a weird word. I never use it, but it's peculiar and you should probably know it because it might show up on the GRE, agog, A-G-O-G. Agog, A-G-O-G, it's an adjective. And it means highly excited by eagerness, curiosity, anticipation, etc. So if you're just really excited, you're agog. It's as simple as that. So the way we can remember this As a gog, it almost looks like you're going to get goggles, a goggle, kind of spelled similarly, A-G-O-G. If someone gets goggles for their birthday, maybe they're super excited now. So maybe you can just imagine like a four-year-old getting some goggles for his birthday, some swimming goggles, and now he's really excited. Or you can think of Lady Gaga, a very popular singer, big fan of Lady, Lady Gaga. And I just think of like a gog, Gaga. If I were to meet Lady Gaga, I think I would be a gog meeting her. So hopefully that helps you guys. The little kids were agog as they waited for Santa Claus to arrive. On the way to the concert hall, the teen girls were agog at the thought of seeing their favorite singer. Fans of the movie series are agog about the upcoming release of the new film. From the sidewalk, the well-wishers were agog as they waited for the royal couple to leave the church. So maybe, I think, at least for me, it helps to... Have some sort of personal relationship with words. I know that sounds kind of weird, but I think that helps you remember them. So sometimes when, you're, when you guys are studying, if you think of a word like agog, try to think of the last time you were agog at something. I don't know what it, I don't know what it might be. Let's see. For me, the last time I was agog, really excited? I don't know. Really excited? I don't know. Maybe just seeing my kids smile and look like really happy to see me. Yeah, that's when I'm agog. All right, let's move on to our next word. I love this word. You guys have to start using this word. It's an awesome word. It is curmudgeon. It's a noun, curmudgeon. It just sounds funny. How can you not like this word curmudgeon? C-U-R-M-U-D-G-E-O-N, curmudgeon. And it means a bad-tempered, difficult, cantankerous person. So just someone who's like mean-spirited, you don't really like, they're a curmudgeon. Or someone who, you know those people you meet, no matter, the day could be like beautiful. Everything could be going their way. They could have just won the lotto. And they're still going to be a curmudgeon. No matter what happens, they just have that very pessimistic, negative attitude. That is a curmudgeon. So I have a weird mnemonic for this one. I'm kind of going out on a limb here. You guys are going to have to follow me, and hopefully we can remember it after this. But if you look at the word curmudgeon, it almost has the word like dungeon in there. So we're going to think of Kerma. Kerma is just this old, cantankerous woman, this haggard of a woman, Right. Just mean-spirited. And we're going to put Kerma in the dungeon. So think of Kerma. I want you to get a nice visual image of Kerma. Whatever a mean-spirited old lady looks like to you. Mine has gray hair. Kind of looks like a witch. I don't know what your Kerma looks like. But that's what my Kerma looks like. We're going to take Kerma. And we're going to put her in a dungeon. Because she's so mean-spirited. Curmudgeon. So hopefully that will make you think of this bad lady. Mean-spirited lady in a dungeon. Yeah, she's a curmudgeon. She belongs in the dungeon. When I learned the school curmudgeon would be my math teacher, I knew I would be miserable all year. The waitress hates serving Mr. Smith because he is a curmudgeon who never leaves a tip. Although Rex is one of the world's best golfers, he is also a curmudgeon who is always looking for a fight. My grandpa was definitely a curmudgeon. He was a golfer. I don't know. I just read that and thought about my grandpa. He was definitely a curmudgeon guy. Always was in a bad mood. And he played golf. Although I think he was in a bad mood. He had really bad skin cancer. It was painful because I had like craters in his head was oozing and bleeding all the time. So I could see how that could make you a curmudgeon if you're in constant pain. My neighbor is a curmudgeon who refuses to return our soccer balls that we accidentally kick into his yard. Curmudgeon. C-U-R-M-U-D-G-E-O-N. Putting Kerma in the dudgeon. All right, let's move on to our next word, which is efficacy. E-double-F-I-C-A-C-Y. It is a noun efficacy, but sometimes you'll see it often as an adjective, efficacious, efficacy, E-F-F-I-C-A-C-Y. This is a great word, a word you should definitely know, and it means capacity for producing a desired result or effect. Whatever that desired result or effect may be, if something accomplishes it, it is efficacious. And our mnemonic for this one is rather easy. If you look at the word efficacy, it almost looks like efficient. And pretty much anything that is efficient is efficacious. Efficacious just means producing a desired result. And so more often than not, if something is producing a desired result, it's efficacious. It's efficient. Efficacy. So I have kind of an interesting personal story. At least I hope you guys will find it an interesting personal story that I hope will help you remember the definition of efficacy. So some of you may know I work full time as a nurse and anyone in the United States in healthcare is, or who works in healthcare is required by their job to receive an annual flu vaccine. That's the vaccine that's supposed to help you or help prevent you from getting influenza. And anytime, I don't know about you guys, but anytime anything is mandated or required by law, the skeptical part of me always starts asking questions. So I started researching vaccines in general and the influenza vaccine in particular And found out that when pharmaceutical companies Measure the efficacy of a vaccine It's not necessarily whether the vaccine Prevents any sort of illness Say like influenza, right? But rather if the vaccine Produces an increase in antibodies And antibodies, for those of you who don't know Are those, those things in the body That sort of help your body identify disease So that your body can destroy it So your immune system can destroy it But I thought it was really interesting how vaccines are proven to be efficacious, but not necessarily protective in the sense that they prevent you from contracting some sort of illness. So really, if we remember the specific definition of efficacy, which is to produce a desired result, we can see how pretty much any treatment can be efficacious depending on what the desired result is. And just a quick side note for those of you out there who might be wondering, an increased level of antibodies in the blood does not necessarily correlate with a lessening chance of disease. So just because you have a heightened antibody level for a specific disease doesn't necessarily mean you're less likely to catch that disease. So that's my little spiel on efficacy and vaccines. I hope that wasn't too much of a tangent for you guys. I just think it's kind of interesting how some of these words and their specific definitions are used in the real world. Since I have never practiced yoga, I cannot speak on its efficacy to provide relaxation. The two child psychologists spent hours debating the efficacy of spanking upon behavior. Over the years, water therapy has proven quite efficacious at managing arthritis pain. While I'm used to using the first version of the software, after using the second version, I realize it's much more faster and efficacious. Everyone knows the most efficacious way to lose weight is by reducing caloric intake. Efficacy, producing a desired result, we'll think of efficient, and that is the way we will remember it. All right, let's move on to our next word, which of course, as always, this is another great word. It is prattle, P-R-A-T-T-L-E, prattle. P-R-A-T-T-L-E, and it is a verb, and it means to talk in a foolish or simple-minded way. Chatter, babble. So anyone who's just kind of talking nonsensically or not really making sense, or they're just kind of going off on these random tangents, that would be considered prattling. The way I remember the definition for prattle is I just put the P in front of rattle. If you take a rattle, right, it's just like this kind of obnoxious sound, rattle, rattle, rattle. I feel like I should have a rattle by my side right now. Put a P in front of it. Maybe that P stands for pronunciation. And prattle, you're just like speaking as if you're kind of rattling about nothing. That's the way I remember it. Prattle, to talk in a foolish or simple-minded way, chatter, babble. At every party, there is always one lady who has to prattle on about her cute kids. I can only hope my grandmother does not prattle about her childhood during Christmas dinner. If the councilman is going to prattle... For two hours about the importance of police officers, then he must be prepared to give them their first pay increase in three years. Since Mark had not studied for the oral exam, he decided to prattle about his personal life in order to waste class time. When I read that, that reminds me of people who, you know when you catch them like off guard with a question or something, and they don't really know how to respond, and so they just sort of speak like kind of non coherently or incoherently and you're like what did they just say that's a perfect example of prattling i feel like i do that all the time it's like when you try to catch your thoughts or you try to sum up your thoughts which are sort of in disarray and then you try to speak at the same time which happens to me all the time that is prattling my talkative mother can prattle on any subject for hours prattle all right so that sums it up for episode 32 of nick snack for neologisms sedulous Agog, curmudgeon, efficacy, prattle. Let's cover them real quickly again, and see if we can remember their definitions. All right, so let's start with sedulous. What does sedulous mean? We had two mnemonics for this one. We thought about seducing someone, or we thought about sleds and pulling sleds through snow. Sedulous, and we said to be sedulous is to be hard working. Right. All right. Let's move on to the next word, which is agog. What does agog mean? We had two mnemonics. One was like you give a goggle to a four-year-old on their birthday, and that four-year-old becomes excited. And our other mnemonic was the Lady Gaga. Agog, you think of agog, gaga, gaga, on gaga over agog. Lady Gaga, you get highly excited if you're going to meet Lady Gaga. All right, agog, gaga. All right, our next word was curmudgeon. We had a cool one for this one. This was a nice, nice visual. We put Kerma in the dungeon because Kerma is cantankerous. She's mean spirited, and a curmudgeon is someone who fits those characteristics. Curmudgeon. Then we had efficacy, and we thought about being efficient because we realize that most things that are efficient usually produce some sort of desired result, which is the definition of efficacy. And then we had prattle What was the definition of prattle. We thought about rattling pronunciation, rattling, put in a P before rattle people that prattle just kind of rattle out the mouth. They talk nonsensically. So prattling is nonsensical talk. All right, so that sums it up for Nick Snack for Neologism's episode 32. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I want to give a shout out to Pretty-GRE Hyphen for leaving me a review on iTunes. This user said, I am studying for my GRE and I got bored with the flashcards for learning new words. Luckily, I found your podcast and I wanted to reach out and say thank you for the great podcast. Well, thank you, Pretty GRE. I really appreciate the review. If you haven't already, please leave me a review on iTunes. And if you want to get in contact with me, you can send me an email at nicksnack4neologisms at gmail.com. I would like to do this full time because I feel like my current job is ripping out my soul, crushing it, dissolving it in acid, and then spitting it out its putrid mouth. But I really don't have any idea how to do this full time. So if you have any helpful suggestions, please send me an email. And as always, thank you for listening. And I will see you on episode 33. Bye bye.